I think if someone invited me to church a year ago, I probably would have gone, but it wouldn't have been the same experience as kind of having those open forums, some of those conversations, being able to see what other people ask as far as, you know, what their doubts are with faith. And um, what searches helped me realize is that, hey, doubts aren't a bad thing. That means you care, you know, um, it's better to have doubts and just acceptable blind faith. Welcome to the Search in Your City podcast. I'm your host, Blaine Larson, and today I've got the privilege of speaking with Alex Lawrence. Alex is out in Raleigh, North Carolina. Got an amazing story that you're not going to want to miss. Alex, thank you so much for being my guest today. Of course, it's a pleasure to be on. It's an honor. I I appreciate you having me. So, super excited about it. Well, I'm looking forward to this conversation a whole lot. Why don't you uh, give us a little bit of just background information about you before we really get started? So uh, where are you from? Uh, Tell us about kind of your upbringing, what you do for work, basic stuff. Sure. Yeah. So uh, I live in Raleigh, North Carolina. I'm born and raised here. So a lot of people moving here, but I'm one of the few that have been here for a long time. But um, yeah, 30 years old, working the real estate industry, Um, grew up right in North Raleigh to, um, you know, two amazing, amazing parents. Um, I always say that seems like the men in my family, uh, I'm a ninth generation North Carolinian. So if I ever run for governor, that's probably going to be my, my go-to, but, um, no, my mom's side of the family, my mom grew up in Western North Carolina on a farm. Uh, my dad's from Winston-Salem. So, uh, all the men in my life kind of getting me to earth, I guess, you know, or the wild men, all the women's are kind of the saints. And I'd say I'm a little bit of both. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah, grew up in Raleigh. Um, let's see, I have a uh, older brother. He's three and a half years older than me, but, um, let's see, I think I heard on your podcast, your parents got divorced when you were five. Mm-hmm. So mine, mine did the same. Um, you know, I tell people I had a great childhood, you know, I had sports, family, friends, um, really had good principles, but my favorite quotes, everyone's going through something terrible, you know, nothing about. And, you know, there's, there's some tough things too. got held back in first grade after my parents got divorced. Um, you know, was there eating with my uncle the day he committed suicide, you know, there's, you know, visited family members in prison multiple times. So, you know, a lot of people say, Hey, Alex, your life looks great. You got a lot going on. But, um, like I said, my favorite quotes, everyone's going through something, you know, nothing about. And, uh, I don't think life's supposed to be easy, but definitely, you know, it was a good childhood, just wasn't, you know, hundred percent just white picket fence and playing golf every day. But, um, yeah, it's a little bit about how I grew up, I guess. So. Well, I appreciate you sharing all that. It's a lot to unpack even, uh, in the beginning here. Um, and we'll, we'll get to some of that stuff. You go to college anywhere. Uh, you didn't yeah, so that. W- went to East Carolina. So yeah, graduated from high school, basically applied somewhere, got in in three days and, um, yeah, majored <laughs> in communications. My, my life dream as a kid was to be the next David Letterman. So majored in broadcast journalism, um, ended up getting a minor in business and now I sell real estate and try to do a cool podcast like you, you know, trying to get there, but, um, you know, trying to use those, those dreams to work into my life today, but, uh, work in real estate, love it. And, um, you know, blessed to call Raleigh him for sure. So, well, I'm excited to get to know more about you, man. So I, I found out earlier you like stand up. You definitely got the radio voice. You got the look. I don't know why you're not on TV, man. It doesn't make any sense. I, you know, maybe those Nashville connections. We'll see, Blaine. So I don't know. But I'm not kidding. But um, no, I mean, I've, I've done my podcast. And for me, I mean, I love doing real estate. My dream and 
10 years would, you know, do some speaking, do some coaching eventually. Um, but yeah, hopefully one day we'll get there. We'll see. So, well, let's start now that we know a little bit about you way back at the beginning. Okay. And we're Mm going to focus this podcast really on your spiritual journey, which I think is really, really fascinating. So take me back to when you're a kid and you're, uh, you know, you're old enough to remember things and, and what was your spiritual background from that part of your life? Like, did your folks take you to church? Was that part of your world? Was it, was it not? What was, what was God like back then for you? Yeah, absolutely. Yes. I'd say I grew up in the church a little bit. Uh, my parents are unfortunately kind of like how I am right now where, you know, we're very streaky Sunday people. So we'd, you know, go, uh, you know, sometimes months in a row, then sometimes we'd go a year without going. And, you know, obviously my parents were divorced from an early age. So, you know, I, I kind of went back and forth from moms to, to dads. Um, but yeah, I would say that, you know, we, we went occasionally on Sundays. Um, a big person in my life that helped a lot with my face was my grandma on my dad's side. So my mamaw, um, she was Christian scientist. So not sure if you're familiar with that, but it's, I believe it's kind of the same as Christianity. They just don't really believe in medicine and stuff like that. But I think the first time I prayed was in second grade. I got bit by a copperhead in my backyard. And my mamaw was like, all right, Alex, you got to pray about it. Um, you know, and it was to the point where if I didn't do the exercises, the physical therapist or whatever, people were telling me, they're like, hey, you might not be able to move your knee again if you don't get rocking. So I remember being in the bathtub one night and just probably for the first time, you know, when I was, I don't know, seven or eight, just praying to God saying, hey, I don't know who you are, but, you know, I need some help with this. And, uh, you know, obviously I turned out being fine. And with that religion, or at least with Christian scientists, they're all about healing. So I remember going, I think it was maybe a month later on a, on a Wednesday, just kind of telling that story to the church. But, um, for me, yeah, I mean, growing up, I was raised Christian, um, you know, did young life in high school. So was, you know, a senior leader for that. I feel like until probably the last year, I was closest to Jesus around 18 or 19 years old. Um, and I've always been a spiritual guy. I've always, you know, I joked to Bill Finley and I love watching, or I used to love watching Oprah's uh, Super Soul Sunday with my mom. So, you know, kind of took in all the world religions. I really believed in, in God and energy, um, you know, but I just, I wouldn't say I was necessarily a Christian or understood kind of what the gospel meant. And I even remember as a young kid, I'd be like, mom, like, you know, Jesus, okay, died for our sins, but what does that mean? And she, you know, she, she gave me an okay answer, but, um, that's really not something I've figured out until the last couple of years. But yeah, I'd say I was always spiritual. Um, you know, I wouldn't necessarily say I had a quiet time every day, but you know, God was important to me, you know, had some tough things growing up and, you know, whenever I'd go to God and pain, obviously he was, he was always there. And so I knew there was a God, I was just trying to figure out kind of how to describe him, I guess. So, Mm. Yeah, no, it makes a whole lot of sense. And so when you're growing up and so mom and dad split up, that's always hard. Right. Your uncle's suicide. How old were you when that happened? So I think I was right at 12. So yeah, I know, I know before the show, I told you a little bit about a mental health event I did, but um, yeah, that's something that's super important to me. I mean, I'm diagnosed ADHD, anxiety. I, you know, I sometimes get mild depression, but um, you know, my dad's my dad said, you know, he's walked the line. He obviously hasn't taken his life, but my dad's dad killed himself. My uncle killed himself. My dad had multiple, you know, uncles and aunts that committed suicide. 
Um, I got people in my immediate family that, you know, I've talked off the ledge. So it's definitely that side of things definitely, you know, important to me. I think it's a lot more popular than it used to be, which makes it easier to talk about. But um, yeah, the mental health stuff's definitely, definitely something I care about. So Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm asking, cause I'm wondering as you're growing up your formative years and, and those number of things are, are hard for a kid, right. real hard. And I'm yeah. wondering, did that affect your view of, of God in the world? I mean, it's, you know, I don't think it really affected it. I mean, I always believe that God is who he is. Um, he's got a purpose for everyone's life. Um, you know, I think, unfortunately, some people that battle with mental health, you know, I think today people want them to go talk to a medical doctor, go talk to a therapist, where in my opinion, sometimes they just need some, some spiritual help. Um, but I wouldn't say, you know, if anything, it probably made it stronger just because I saw my dad go through that. He talked to my uncle, gosh, probably three years just saying, hey, you know, my, my uncle was a medical doctor, lost his license, um, was OBGYN and then lost his license, got super depressed and, you know, basically crossed that line I talked about. And, um, you know, unfortunately, like I said, my mama was probably who was, you know, Bruce's dad was probably the biggest woman of faith I've ever known. So um, just seeing kind of her go through that gave me faith, um, seeing her being optimistic, saying, hey, there's, you know, there's there's God in all circumstances, even if they're not great. Um, and so for me, yeah, it wasn't it never made me have less faith. If anything, I think, you know, maybe made me have a little bit more faith. So. So talk to me a little bit about when things really started to click for you, because you mentioned wasn't really till the last couple of years that you really understood like the gospel and who Jesus was. And I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I'd really like to understand in more detail kind of what happened to bring some clarity for you. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I did young life in high school. I mean, I remember, you know, saying a prayer out in Windy Gap, which is, you know, one of the, not camps, but one of the sites you go to for retreats, stuff like that. And just trying to understand who God was. And I remember kind of having a quiet time there. Like I said, I think I was super close to Jesus in high school because I was kind of in it. I was in the fellowship. Um, but yeah, definitely leading into my 20s, I went to ECU. It's known as one of the biggest party schools in the country. So, you know, I kind of lived that life. I was the fraternity guy. I was, you know, the guy that was doing a little stand-up comedy at the time. So, you know, there's a lot of probably sin, bad things that I was doing then that, like I said, I'm a wild man. So I'm, I'm trying to tame it down, but there's obviously still some of those things in my life now too. But, um, you know, for me, it was just, you know, in the last couple of years, I think I looked about a, probably about a year ago at this point, And I was like, Hey, I know who God, you know, I believe in a God, but let me, you know, in my opinion, I thought that was kind of lazy. I was like, okay, you can't, you know, how do I describe God? And so I, you know, I tell Bill Finley, I tell everybody, I'm the kind of guy that watches Charles Hitchens till, you know, versus a Christian debate, you know, God and everything else till 2 a.m. in the morning on YouTube. And I'm definitely a natural doubter and skeptic. Um, but yeah, for me, I mean, probably about a year ago, I think um, it's kind of the the mountain of success. You know, I've, I wasn't that successful in my 20s. Um, I've been in real estate, I guess, almost five years now selling houses. And for me about a year ago, I mean, I had everything I want. I had the condom in here at in downtown Raleigh. I had the truck I wanted to drive. I had the friends of my life. Um, you know, I was Realtor Magazine's 30 Under 30 nationally. I've gotten the awards. I've gotten the recognition. But 
you know, I was still mildly depressed and a little bit miserable. And, you know, for me, it was okay. Alex, why is this happening? And, um, you know, bills helped me realize a lot about identity and, um, you know, I think I kind of had my identity in the wrong things. I was chasing, you know, real estate deals. It was chasing blondes downtown. Um, you know, it was all the things you think about for a bachelor in his twenties, but at the end of the day, um, you know, I'd go back to my condo and I always tell people, I'm like, my business looks great. If you go into my office, if you do work with me, it looks awesome. But if you step into my condo from time to time, it's looks very sinful. There's a lot of things there that you would say, Hey, that's not a not what maybe a Christian's supposed to do. Um, and so I've wrestled with those things, battled with those things, but really it was just figuring out, you know, kind of where my identity was. And I said, you know, hey, my identity is not in my work. It's not in Big Al's Realty, which is named my real estate firm, or you know, in this success, it's it's got to be in in something else because I've I've in some sense been at least successful, you know as a realtor for my age. Um, but you know, that wasn't giving me happiness at all. Yeah. So how'd you get connected with Bill? So for everybody listening, Bill Finley is our area yeah. director in, uh, in Great Raleigh. Guy. He's been on the podcast, uh, here before, but it sounds like your connection with Bill was real helpful to you in this discovery phase over the last year or so. Is that right? Absolutely. Yeah. What I love so, about search is it's, you know, it's just um, like Bill says, it's, you know, for people that would never get close to a church. And I was the guy that would get close to a church, but I needed, you know, just a different way to approach Jesus and Christianity um, in a different way. So yeah, about a year ago, I was actually telling somebody this at lunch today. I, I called my chimney guy who um, does a lot of inspections for me, stuff like that. He connected me um, with a guy named Philip Fry who did a BSF. I don't know if you've heard of Bible study fellowship, uh -huh. but got into that where it's, I wouldn't say it's the opposite of search, but it's very much like, Hey, hopefully you're rooted in your faith. We're going to talk about the Bible. We're going to answer specific questions on it. Um, and then, you know, Philip, no, me, he was like, Hey, you want to come to drive shack, which is like our top golf here in Raleigh. And he was like, I'm going to this business Christian event. You know, you can drink some beers, swing some golf clubs and maybe talk a little bit about God. And I was like, man, that's my thing. I love golf. I love having a little bit of fun and, you know, I love talking about deeper conversations. So I remember meeting Bill then and his last name's Finley. So if you're in the Carolinas, you know, there's Carter Finley stadium and NC state, there's the Finleys of UNC Chapel Hill. So I was like, man, this guy's probably a big hot shot. So I went and Googled him, but um, long story short is, you know, he, he did a lot of good follow-up, had a lot of good one-on-one -on -one conversations for me. And I would say kind of before my conversations with Bill, my questions were, you know, did, is Jesus really who he said he was? Um, you know, if God is good, why is there so much evil in the world? And, you know, if, if I'm supposed to be a Christian, why am I having all these doubts? Um, and so he really helped me figure out, you know, battle through those doubts, kind of look at um, where my identity, you know, again was. And, um, you know, we took out a, a trip out to Wyoming, which was amazing, um, probably here just a couple months ago, which, um, you know, really just helped me understand that, Hey, God's, you know, personal God, he's someone that came here for you. He's not just, you know, someone you meditate to or whatever, nothing against meditation, but you know, it's, it's a personal God. It's someone that actually came to earth. Um, you know, and I, I read a lot of CS Lewis books. And one thing that was super helpful for me was either Jesus was a liar, a lunatic or the truth. And I was like, well, you know, obviously Christianity is huge today. Um, you know, I don't think he was a liar. I don't think he's a lunatic. So my only, you know, thing I could think of was, gosh, he's got to be the truth. And so, 
Um, I know this is probably getting a little long-winded, but I also went out to Cuba um, earlier this year to do a mission trip and just kind of seeing that, you know, people practicing Santeria, um, you know, just some religions that we don't necessarily see here in the United States. It just helped me understand that, you know, hey, this is actually a pretty simple thing. You know, Christianity, obviously, it's super complicated, but it's really that, hey, God had a son. He came to earth to die for you um, and your sins. And, you know, I really started to, to understand grace and some of that stuff. So Bill's helped me out tremendously, really on my identity. Um, and, you know, like I said, I, I'd always claimed before probably, you know, a year ago that I was a Christian, but when we were out in Wyoming, he was like, Hey, you know, we had a two hour quiet time and he was like, Hey, what's your next step? And, um, for me, I was like, maybe I should go speak to kids, start a small group. And then I was just kind of praying about it. And I was like, you know what? I need to get baptized again. I got baptized as a kid, but you know, I really don't remember it. And I felt like I was like this close to Jesus, like super close, but I just didn't really have that last step. So, you know, I got baptized by Bill, I guess, here in November. Um, and yeah, really have tried to live out the Christian life since then. Um, you know, and I think too, I'm surrounded a lot by, you know, a lot of friends and family that are successful, but they're also dealing with tough stuff. And, you know, it's helped me to kind of share the gospel or at least share my, you know, my relationship with my faith and, um, help people understand that, Hey, it's not all about success, not all about money. We live in a capitalist country, but at the end of the day, if that's all you care about, your identity is going to be broken. Mm. So when you're going through these conversations with Bill, was there, you talk about identity, but was there something specific or a, a moment where you, where you went? Um, that makes sense to me. Like um, in a, in a new way, like there was something that clicked from going, I thought I was all in, and I realize now maybe there was a part of this that I'm missing. Yeah, yeah. I think, I mean, for me, it was just, I think, you know, I was trying to understand who God was. And I mean, I, like I said, I think, you know, I knew, I felt God was energy. I knew that I'm a, I know you guys did a podcast on near death experiences. I'm probably a guy that's watched over a thousand of them. So, you know, I've seen a lot of those stories. Um, You know, I really believe that, you know, God is, like I said, God's energy. You know, when I die, it doesn't mean that's the end of me. It's maybe Eastern, you know, world kind of worldview, I guess, if you will. But um, with Bill, it was really about just identity, grace, and kind of hope for the future. I also went to, as I mentioned, to, I think to Cuba. Um, and, you know, there's a time when I was on the bus and, you know, I, I put my shirt over my head because, you know, we were on a bus trip, it was about two hours long, but I think that week really impacted me because I saw how people live there, kind of how willing they were to accept the gospel. Like, and like they would, you know, it took us 10 minutes and they were like, Hey, I get that. And I'm like, in America, that's never the case, you know? Um, but just kind of seeing how they lived, you know, and I think kind of through my childhood, um, you know, whether it was with my family or whatever, um, I felt a lot of pressure to kind of keep my family together and and make my parents proud. My parents are divorced. Um, My brothers had some issues, um, which put that way. And, you know, there's, there's been times where I'm kind of holding everybody together. And so my whole life, I felt like, okay, the pressure's on my shoulders to be successful, to, you know, be the, be the son that my parents want me to be. Um, And, you know, on that bus, I was just praying to God. I was like, man, like, I just don't know if I can handle this anymore. Not that I'm gonna kill myself, not that I'm gonna go crazy, but 
you know, it was just, and I felt like he was really saying like, Hey, let me take it. Let me take it off your shoulders. And for 20 minutes, I was probably praying and being like, Hey, you know what, Jesus, I got this it's been 30 years. I ha- I can handle it. He's like, nah, let me take it. That's why I'm, yeah, that's why I'm here. Um, and so finally I was like, God, you got it. And so I, I mean, I was bawling under that shirt. So a lot of people probably thought I was sleeping, but <laughs> um, really, I was having a, a conversation with God. Um, so that was probably the first step. And then when I went out to Wyoming with Bill and search, um, obviously there's a lot of great guys from here in Raleigh or, you know, across North Carolina. Um, but at the end, he, he gave us two hours to, you know, kind of think through three questions and our three or four questions. And, uh, for me, I was like, gosh, what am I going to do for two hours without my phone? So I was like, let me shower. That'll probably kill 20 minutes and I'll go sit out there or whatever. But, um, the cool thing about that is I have, I think it might be even a hat behind me, but you know, I brought a big house realty hat, which is kind of my brand. Um, and then I got a hat there that was, it was like a fishing hat, but uh, you know, what I really felt God telling me was like, all right, Alex, you're going to wear the big Al realty hat out there. And when I, when I got out there, he was like, Hey, just look at this. Like, what does this mean for your life? Where's your identity in this? Um, and you know, I really had to look at, you know, Hey, how have I been living my life till today? Is life really all about success and fame and money? It, obviously it's not. Um, but at the end of that, which was really cool, I got back to my cabin. I just felt like a tug from God. He was like, Hey, take off that hat. I want you to put on this fishing hat. And so I was kind of saying, Hey, I'll get your identity out of big Al's realty out of your work, um, you know, out of success and come be a fisher of men. So um, you know, I'd say between that trip in Cuba and just having really good fellowship through, through search, through some other groups, just really helped my, help me grow my faith. Um, and now, you know, my goal, my, hopefully what I can do is, you know, help some of my friends that I know are in the same position or family and, you know, try to help them understand who, who Jesus is. Um, and obviously, like I said, it's not, it's a very complicated thing to understand. I've spent, gosh, hours and hours, hundreds of hours, you know, researching it, looking at other religions, looking at Islam, Judaism, you know, Hinduism, uh, stuff like that. But for me, I was just like, hey, I need grace. I need hope for the future. My identity is not myself. It's it's in God. And, um, you know, for me, it really clicked probably there in Cuba and in Wyoming. Mm. So when you're looking at all the other religions in the world uh-huh. and you're researching why pick why Christianity like what you mentioned grace and hope and some of those things but the, some of those things are found elsewhere too it's not like we got a monopoly right. on it when it what's if somebody's listening to our conversation they're going why do you have to pick one come on like aren't they all basically the same yeah. And I battle with that a lot. I mean, I have a, a guy in my office that I work with that's, you know, um, practices Islam and, you know, he's a great guy. I love the guy. I talk to him every day, you know, and so that was one of my questions for Bill. Like, hey, if, you know, why should everybody else, I don't, you know, go to hell or, you know, not be accepted Christianity, however you want to put it. But um, for me, I just kind of, you know, I watched a lot of debates on YouTube, which maybe helped or just made me have more questions. I don't know. Um, but, you know, I heard a quote not too long ago by a guy named Erwin McManus, who's a, or yeah, Erwin McManus, who's a pastor out in California. He said, and, you know, every religion except for Christianity, you have to do things to get to God. And Christianity, God did something to come to you. Um, and I think that's the the big difference. There's, you know, you don't have to live a certain way. You don't have to do certain things. Um you know, you just have to accept, you know, what Jesus did, um, you know, why he came to this earth. And, you know, that's a, as people say all the time, that's a free gift. And 
like I said, it was super hard for me to understand, you know, grace and, you know, all that stuff probably until I, you know, was successful and kind of reached the top of some things. And I was just saying, Hey, this, this wasn't it, but, um, yeah. So what difference has Jesus made in your life the last few months or so? And, and especially in light of if somebody's listening to this podcast, because a lot of people listen to this podcast who are who are questioned. They're they're coming, and it's part of right. why we do it because we're trying to provide a resource uh, for people to get answers to some of these these questions we talk about. But if somebody's, you know, they're they're checking out Christianity, they want to know, okay, what real, what practical difference has Jesus made in your life? What would you say? Yeah, I would say that. Um you know, for me, it's just understanding that, you know, not that you don't have to do anything. I can't, I don't think you're, I don't think I'm the kind of guy that believes that, Hey, you accept Jesus. That doesn't mean that, Hey, he's, you know, you can't stare at the wall at work and expect to sell houses all day long. That's not how it's going to work. But, um, for me, it was just understanding that, you know, a lot of my identity has come in performance and Hey, have I sold any houses this month? That's going to, you know, that will tell you if I'm feeling good or not, um, you know, or, Hey, is my relationship good with my family stuff like that. And I think what Jesus helped me, you know, what I've learned from, from kind of learning about Jesus and Christianity is that, you know, you're not going to have great days sometimes. Um, you know, you're also going to have good days, of course, but at the end of the day, Jesus came here to, to serve you. Um, and to really just, I don't know, help me understand that, you know, it's not all about what I do. It's about what God's done. Um, and, you know, and, and my, you know, and I think in people's deepest pain, um, they usually cry out to some sort of God, whether they believe in it or not. And, you know, for me, it's just understanding that I can always talk to God. I can always, you know, be there with him. He's always with me. Um, he's looking after my life, but, you know, also at the same time, like I said, I think, you know, you also have to work hard. You have to use your gifts and abilities of what God gave you to, you know, um, kind of serve this world. I always believe that life as Rick Warren says, it's a test and a trust. It's a, you know, test to see how you're going to handle different situations and the good and the bad, but it's also a, a trust with your gifts and abilities. And so I would say the big difference between now and maybe six months ago is I'm, I'm trying to, I've always tried to use my gifts, but I'm trying to use them in a different way now where I have different conversations with people. It's not about, you know, what, girl that we hang out with last week or what bar are we going to, you know, it's more, um, you know, Hey, what are you struggling with right now? And, you know, based on my experience over the last year and my faith, like, how can I help you kind of get through that? Um, and I think, you know, my mom was single for 18 years as a kid. So I always tell people I'm a, it's what makes me a good realtor, I guess I'm a natural therapist, but, um, you know, for me now, like I, t I told Bill this not too long ago, I was like, man, I don't care about talking about sports or, you know, real estate deals or whatever. And now it's like, not just always talk about bad, but let's, let's get a little deeper into people's stories. Let's learn a little bit more like them or, you know, more from them. Um, and what's been cool is just since I've kind of been baptized, been a Christian, just seeing other Christians that have kind of come out of the woodworks and saying, Hey, I really support you. I really want to help you grow. Um, I think that's what you really find in Christianity too, as a community. So so do you find that people like to talk about these kind of questions, like your friend group, the people you hang out with? Or... Absolutely not. Yeah, no. No? Um, it's funny. I, I've, <laughs> I, you know, I've told some people, I'm like, 
with search, I'm like, it's so casual. Just come to Drive Shack, come grab bourbon. We'll talk <laughs> about God. But I'm like, we're not even going to church where you got to, you know, raise your hands or be uncomfortable with the praise songs, whatever. Um, but no, I mean, I think for me, yeah, it's just, I don't know, trying to figure out I don't know, just who Jesus was. And yeah, I don't, it's not easy at all to talk to my friends about that, you know, cause they still want to talk about what we've always talked about. Um, but trying, you know, when they have hard times, I think it's kind of my job, not my job, but you know, I want to talk to them about what they're struggling with, how I can help. And I think a lot of my friends, for example, are Christians, but they just, not that they haven't been living it out, but they just, you know, they're dealing with tough stuff right now. They might say, Hey, I believe in God, or I believe in Christianity, but you know, they're not really, I guess, walking with grace. Um, so yeah, it's definitely not, definitely not easy at all. That's, you know, kind of my next goal is to say, Hey, how can I get some of my friends kind of plugged into this? And, um, I'm not going to be the guy, you know, a block away from here on a Friday night on a street corner, yelling at a microphone that people are going to hell if they don't believe in Christianity. But I really do just want to help people with, you know, their deepest, darkest issues. And, you know, I think, uh, understanding who Jesus was or is, you know, really can help with that. So, yeah, you know, so our, um, I'll give you a little pro tip. Yeah. If you, if you're open to it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I love pro tips. Let's go. <laughs> so our tagline with search is questions, answers, and conversations. Mm-hmm. And we tend to find that questions when you're with people just one-on-one Man, it just it's hard to go wrong even with uh, topics like God and faith and religion and stuff. And so if you're like meeting with friends and you want to talk about something meaningful, it's the easy thing to do is to tell them what you think or what you know for me to, for me to say right. well, here's here's what I think, you know, you should think this too or whatever. But yeah. uh, but our way of doing it's just kind of flip just asking questions and right. uh, and you might you might already do that but man asking no, I, a bunch I, of good questions most people seem to want to talk about what they think even if it's yeah. about religion if you're really genuine you know if you ask a real question you just kind of sit there and listen and let right. people talk they love to talk no i love that and yeah i mean even like i don't think my dad would mind me saying mind me saying this, but yeah, I mean, even for like my dad, you know, I talked to him, I think we were coming back from a golf tournament that he was volunteering for or something, you know, probably last summer. And I was just, you know, I was asking my dad, I was like, Hey, what do you really believe in? And he's, you know, for him, he was like, how could I believe in a God when I try to help my brother not commit suicide for two years? Um, but you know, for him, I, I think I could get him to go to church with me, but he's joining, you know, questioning God group, a book that, you know, someone from search read and, or wrote. Um, and yeah, just trying to slowly introduce people, but yeah, I mean, even just trying to get people to be vulnerable, I'm the most transparent guy in the world. So if you, I joke with, you know, people, I'm like, if I go on a first date, I just throw up every bad thing about me. Cause you know, at the end of the day, if they don't like it, screw them, you know, but, um, you know, I think what search does a really good job is just being relevant kind of in the modern world. And for me, I think if someone invited me to church a year ago, I probably would have gone, but it wouldn't have been the same experience as kind of having those open forums, some of those conversations, being able to see what other people ask as far as, you know, what their doubts are with faith. And um, what searches helped me realize is that, hey, doubts aren't a bad thing. That means you care, you know, um, it's better to have doubts and just accept a blind faith. Um, but, you know, I love what I love what search does. And that's why I definitely want to try to 
grow it here in the triangle. Um, but yeah, I think, I think today when we live in such a world where, you know, people live it, look at religion a certain type of way, um, you know, where maybe Christians are crazy or whatever, like, you know, I think just having a more casual approach to it. And like you said, asking those questions, um, you know, really helps people understand who they are and where they are with their faith. So yeah, I love, I love search, but yeah, it's definitely not easy to try to get my friends or family to, you know, necessarily talk about God, you know? So, well, uh, you know, it's, um, it, you're not supposed to talk about politics or religion. Right, they say right. <laughs> so, which I talk about uh, all the time. But you know, well, everybody does now, unfortunately, probably with with politics. But um, right. but on the religious side, you know, we always think that's just such a misnomer, you know, because yeah. I really do think people want to talk about these kind of things. They might just not have the the venue, like you're saying, when you got the right opportunity, right, in the right situation. It, situation. It was the it was the perfect place to talk about these kind of questions, and it was really helpful to you. And so that's what we're trying to do here. And um, we're just glad you're part of Search, man. I mean, this is a it's a yeah. great story to hear what happened in your life, and uh, I think it's just the beginning of a whole bunch of really amazing things. And you've got a, a bright future ahead, man. So just thank you so much for um, for sharing your story with us today. It's been great to hear it. Of course. Yeah, no, been an absolute pleasure. No, I appreciate appreciate it, Blaine, for sure. So, and I want to thank everyone for listening to the Search in Your City podcast. If you enjoy this podcast, please give us a rating or a review anywhere you listen to podcasts. And until next time, thanks for listening.